Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, this is going to be episode one of season two of Mentored Minds. But today, it's just going to be the beautiful Shayla and I, and we're going to be talking about graduate school, specifically the difference between a master's and a PhD, and why someone would want to pursue either option. Uh, for a little bit of cred on the street, not for myself, but as we all know, Shayla is a PhD student right now and super, super wonderful. She has experience with everything from the different scholarships to going through the research realm and internships. So she can give us a lot of insight into her own personal experience. I don't know if you want to add anything there, Shayla. Yeah, I guess I've been fortunate enough to apply to a bunch of things and get some good ones. And I've learned a lot throughout the process. And so I feel like I have things to say. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start with probably the top two questions. And the first one is probably, wait, what wait, is a master's? Before we start. Yes, yes. yes. We have to do <gasps> the ritual. Hello. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Shayla. As always, you're correct. I, I forgot. What is your win of the week? Yes. So wait, before also before the win of the week, all over the place. But I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who has been so supportive and all the feedback that we got and everybody who reached out to us with more questions and just like surpassing all the expectations that we had when we started. So I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who listened to the first season. And that's it. She had a better host. <laughs> and then for my win of the week, it's been a while since we did this. So what's your win of the last five months? I had a really good summer. I had a really productive summer. Like we took a break so that we can get a lot done over the summer. And I mentored two undergrads and we made a lot of progress and it was a lot of fun and I think that the whole experience was a win because I've mentored other people in the past and sometimes they're not motivated or they have the wrong intentions of what they wanted to get out of it. And it's just not a great semester, but like the summer semester was like super productive. The undergrads that I had were super determined and passionate about the project. And it was just a fun time mentoring them and doing all the things. So that was really fun. That's beautiful. Like she's so <laughs> wholesome. So I don't know what's wrong with me and I should go see a doctor, but I think I have an iron deficiency or something, but it causes me to like always want to sleep. I'm just a really tired human. Most of the time when I end up doing things, it's not that I'm not tired, but I have more fun than I am tired. If that makes sense. And lately, like I've been really pushing myself to see people, to do things, to finish tasks that normally like I would super procrastinate on. So I'm just uh, proud of myself for fighting through the exhaustion. Yes, take care of myself. Yes, I should go see a doctor. But at the same time, I'm just happy that I, I'm putting myself out there. We'll say. Yeah. And you also always have a lot on your plate. So don't undermine the fact that you always do have a lot on your plate. So the fact that you're exhausted probably makes sense also. It's <laughs> I not don't necessarily that there's something wrong with you. Yes, but it is a win. It is a win that like I've experienced some fun things with amazing people over the last few months. And, and that has been really like enriching like i'll remember it for a long time so it's very wholesome so now that yes. we've done <laughs> i'm going to introduce the top so today we're going to be talking about graduate school specifically we're going to be talking about the differences between a master's and a phd 
and why someone would want to pursue either option. So the first question that comes to mind, and I'd imagine the first question most people are asking is, what is a master's? Mm -hmm. So a master's is a higher level degree that you can get that you can typically do in about two years, one and a half to two years, depending on how fast you do it. But it's around like 10 additional courses to what you would do as an undergraduate. And there is one other option that you can do that universities typically provide is have like a thesis or research component where you take a couple less courses. So it can be like six-ish courses. And then you get four credits that are maybe dedicated to doing research or completing a thesis and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's basically what the master's is. Makes sense. And on that note, what is a PhD? So a PhD is you can do it directly after your master's or you can go directly from undergrad into your PhD, which is something that I didn't necessarily know when I started. But and it's what I did. I went directly from bachelor's to PhD. And what it is, you also take 10 courses and then you have a couple years of peer research. And I say a couple years vaguely because it can take two-ish to three to six years in total. So if you come in with a master's, it'll take a little bit less because you could get some credits already covered. So if you already have a master's, maybe it'll take four years to complete. Where if you don't have a master's, it might take more along the lines of five to six years in total. And you just have a couple years where you dive into a specific open problem that is up to you to find. It's a problem that hasn't been solved before and you spend a couple years trying to solve it is what the PhD would be. And then at the end, you write like a book chapter on or like a whole freaking book. It's like a hundred pages of wow. solution to the problem. Yeah. It Got takes it. A few years. So definitely. I did hear the thesis option in your master's, but what I'm really hearing the differentiator being is the large portion of research dedicated that research time. And really your goal is to solve an unanswered question. Yeah. Yeah. Like with your thesis, you can explore or tickle the idea of solving a problem that hasn't been solved, but you don't really have to go that much into depth on solving it and making sure that it's novel and all these things. Like you can just be like, this is a problem that I found that's interesting to solve. Maybe this could be a potential solution and you can write out why you think that. And for some schools that may be enough for a thesis. So that's why it only takes probably like a couple months instead of years to solve. Makes sense. And we can talk more about it later, but I, I would love to touch upon how in depth you have to answer a question. We can talk about it when we talk about career options and things like that. But I guess we, we got a rough definition of what your master's is, the scope, and then your PhD is. So now let's talk about why or what are some of the reasons why someone would uh, pursue a master's? Yeah, so I the, the question I typically get is like, do I even want to go to graduate school? Should I go for a master's? Should I go for a PhD? And if you're considering graduate school, one of the reasons why I would say someone would want to get a master's is because maybe there's a job requirement. You can stumble upon some jobs that maybe have master's as a requirement, and maybe that's motivating you to get your master's. Another reason that you may want to is if you want to get experience or you want to play around with the idea of different courses and different academic interests that you may have and you can do that through electives or whatever through a master's can you give a brief example of what that means so for example I had a friend who asked me once and he was like I am considering going to graduate school and 
maybe I don't really know what I want to get my master's in. I was thinking of maybe doing it in like cybersecurity, for example, because I don't really have much experience in that. And maybe I want to go in that direction. And that's a completely reasonable reason to want to go to graduate school. Or if, for example, you want to go into software architecture, what you can do is you can get your master's in a general CS degree and then you can do a thesis where you specialize in that area of interest if it doesn't if it's something that you want to go deeper into or deeper than you otherwise would at like your job or something like that. It's basically if you find that the courses that you would take or the opportunities that are available to you at the university that you're applying to, if they will enhance or satisfy your want for more knowledge, which is obvious, but a lot of people don't necessarily go into the master's with that in mind like they just think that it's like the next step after you graduate with your bachelor's without like really identifying the reason why they want it in the first place does that make sense yes I don't know. that makes sense no it does and then lastly the thing that could that a master's could help you with is if for example if you don't know whether you want a phd instead of going directly to the phd you can do the master's with the thesis, play around with what it means to do research. And if you really like that, then that'll really be the indicator of, yeah, you know what? I do want to go for my PhD. Instead of just jumping into that big five to six year commitment, you can like dip your toes in it with a master's. Would you recommend that if, even if you did want to pursue your PhD, that you first start out with your master's? Or is this only if you're unsure? If you know that you want to get to your PhD for whatever reason, I think that I would go for the PhD for sure. I would just go okay. for it because you can, if you want to get your master's in something else and then you want to do your PhD in computer science, you can get your master's in something else while you do your PhD, which is what I actually did. So I'm getting my master's in telecommunications and networking, but I'm on track to get my PhD in computer science. It's just that when I took my courses, I just made sure that they overlapped with that master's so that then I would graduate with both basically. And the reason, the only reason I would recommend for someone to go for their master's first maybe is if they don't have any research experience and they want to go to maybe a higher ranked school. If you apply directly for the PhD, you're probably not going to get selected because they typically look for people who already have research experience. You know what I mean? Got it. So you can go for your master's first, get some cool research experience that then could help build up your applications for maybe a higher tiered school, if that's what you want. That's good advice. Yeah, that's good insight for someone that is looking for that, but they're not sure where to start. That's good mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. And then the last thing is that a lot of companies can pay for your master's. You can graduate with your bachelor's. You can get hired by a company who pays for your master's. The employer pays for it and you're even slightly interested sure why not do it okay well, that was a pretty good summary of the reasons why someone would want to master there may be a hundred reasons more and maybe we didn't hit on one of the listeners reasons but i think that these are a really good uh summary of reasons i have personally seen so then let's hop on to the next degree which is what are reasons why someone would want to get a phd when somebody asks me I don't know if I want to get a PhD. The thing I always ask them back is, what do you want to do? Because there are only requirements to get a PhD if you want a career in research. Career in research can be 
a research scientist, an applied scientist, a something scientist in industry. So it could be a data scientist, even um, at a top company, a lot of them would require a PhD. You can be a researcher in a research laboratory. So there are federal research labs all over the country. There's a bunch of things that you can do in research labs, like NASA is a research lab, for example. So if you want to be a researcher for NASA, you definitely need a PhD. Or you can go into academia. So if you want to become a professor, you need a PhD. Those are the only reasons why I would encourage someone to get a PhD. Otherwise, I wouldn't. That's the only thing that requires it. So if you're like, I want to get into data science, but I don't really want to do research then don't get your PhD just be, just to become a data scientist. Like you could probably figure out a path with just a master's, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then just on that front, one thing to, to note is that PhDs, as you mentioned, are almost always funded, right? So if it is a path that you want to pursue, but the worry is money, like, oh, okay, yeah, but I can't afford a PhD, right? I can imagine oh, yeah. that being. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a concern that I w- that arises because it is five to six years of your life that if you were to get student loans on five to six years of graduate school, like that would be a lot of money. But thankfully there are a bunch of ways, like PhDs are almost always funded because universities have uh, graduate assistantships. They have teaching assistantships. There's fellowships. There's a bunch of opportunities for money for PhDs specifically more so than masters. It's a lot harder to get your master's paid for unless it's by an employer. And the reason why that's the case actually is because you cannot work full-time while you pursue your PhD. So your master's, you can work full-time and complete your master's at your own pace. Whereas your PhD, it's not expected of anybody to have the money to pay for five or six years of graduate school without a job. All right, cool. So we we talked about the reasons that people would want a master's and the reasons that people might want a PhD. So let's talk about the reasons not to get some of these degrees. Can you walk me through maybe why I wouldn't want a master's degree? So I wouldn't get a master's degree if you don't plan on changing your job anytime soon. If you're a software engineer and you plan on staying a software engineer because you like it, getting a master's will not change how much money you make. It will not change your position in whatever company you're in. And that's it. Like if you're a software engineer who's interested in a different area or something new, then I'd say go for it. But if it's if there's nothing that particularly interests you that you can get out of a master's, I would say probably not no. worth. Yeah, not <laughs> worth the, the money and time and effort. Yeah. And I can give like a, a personal little story here. I am still very interested in getting my master's, but I never saw it as a path for career development, specifically in my current role anyways. I don't see it as a current career development. And I've been told or even almost asked like, why? Like, why even bother getting your master's? Like, you're not going to get a promotion for it. Your uh, two years of experience are more valuable than your master's. So it it really isn't meant to say, hey, I'm going to get a promotion. Hey, my boss is going to see me better. Maybe there are some companies that view that way. But I can tell you right now, a lot don't, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Masters just hold weight in that kind of uh, movement, that kind of career development, as as Shayla was saying. For sure. One other thing that comes to mind, and I I do want to hear Shayla's point of view on this, but I, I know a lot of people, and I can 
understand why a lot of people do this, but I know folks who will go and get their master's because they feel like it's a reasonable next step and because they're not either happy with a job offer they got or a job they're currently in. And they still want to keep open lines of communications to internships and entry level interviews for big companies or just a, a different area. So they'll continue their education for this kind of easier access to a job. And the downfall in that is that I think people don't take the time to weigh the pros and cons of the approaches you have. So the first approach is, hey, I've graduated, I got a job, but I'm kind of miserable, I don't like it, and I'm no longer eligible for entry-level interviews, and I'm no longer eligible for internships. So I'm going to go get my master's. So I'm doing my master's, I'm working a full-time job, I'm studying for courses and exams, and I'm trying to study for interviews and entry-level positions and trying mm -hmm. to convince recruiters to recruit. So I'm juggling all of this when I could work the job that I'm working and find self-discipline, find a regimen that works for me to study technical interviews, to study architecture questions. And yes, that's work. Yes, that's added stress but not to the degree of the alternative, which is a whole other degree. That's a master's. So it's take the time to understand why are you doing it? And is it really worth the cost? Um, and I think that's something people don't do. For sure. Because you can, you could be doing your master's and putting in all this effort because it is a graduate degree. You are taking 10-ish courses with midterms and finals and assignments and all of the things that come along with school that honestly may be more effort than just sitting down two hours a week, three hours a week to study for the harder quote unquote job that you don't think you can get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and a lot of times there's not even proof that it's a harder interview, right? It's right. The it depends assumption. on where you're applying and a lot of circumstantial stuff. Exactly. So I, I think that's a reason not to get a master's. I, I don't want to speak down on anyone who's doing it for this reason. I can understand. I just ask that before anyone goes to do this, you weigh your pros and cons because a lot of times you're paying for this out of pocket. The folks who take this route and that's not a good use of your money. You should be using your money to um, fulfill your life, to make sure that you're living it to the fullest. I'll talk about money any day of the week. So, <laughs> so I won't get started there, but I would say that's probably a really valid reason to not be overly eager to get your master's yeah for sure so transitioning do you have anything else to add to that before i no i think we're okay. good. so transitioning over to the obvious next question is why not get a phd for many reasons but if you like again it's a long time and i've i've had a lot of people tell me i'm gonna get a phd because then I'm going to make so much money, it's all going to be worth it. And that is the wrong mentality to go into anything, but specifically this, because there is no actual guarantee that you're going to be making more money after your PhD than you would have after a bachelor's or a master's, for example, because let's say you graduate with a bachelor's in computer science and you get a job and you make 100K a year. And then you have five years of promotions and bonuses and raises, all of those things throughout the five years. Now, when you graduate with a PhD, a average salary that you can get is 120K. And sure, that is higher than the salary that you would get out of a bachelor's, but you would be entering the workforce five years later. So at that point, that student who graduated with a bachelor's now makes 150K with all their raises and promotions and 
all those things, it's a very high chance that you're going to have less net worth in total with that job that you get after graduating with your PhD, because you would be missing out on those five years of making hundred K because as a PhD student, sure, your PhD is funded, but you're not making a lot. Either the average stipend that a graduate student makes is like 30 K a year, which is significantly less than the hundred K. And that's for, you know, around five years and you can do your own research, but it's definitely not guaranteed that you're going to be making more money. And not only that, but also it's really hard to get your PhD in that it requires a lot of effort, requires a lot of self-discipline. I found a statistic by Wiley that say that 40 to 50% of the candidates never even graduate because it's so hard that it reaches a point where you're just like, it's not even worth the money, honestly, like all this effort, like it's not worth it. And so there's a lot of reasons why people drop out and we can talk about that at a future episode but yeah you just don't want to do it for the money it's it's the wrong it's the wrong answer I, I definitely think that's a great point for a lot of things in life I don't know if you remember Shayla but I'm sure we ran into our fair share of CS students or IT students during our undergraduate who are like struggling They're, they just look miserable and we were both learning assistants and there were students who were having a really hard time and when you asked them like hey how'd you choose this major what strikes passion in you to see if you can help motivate them they would say the money and I'd be like this makes so much sense now now I understand why you're so unhappy because money is not a great motive it really isn't we think it is that's why you show up to work but that's also why you do a half-ass job at your job because you're only doing it for money so really make sure that the money can be an incentive but it shouldn't be the only motivation yeah and like for a PhD you can't like half-ass your way through it because you are solving a problem that hasn't been solved before you can't google the answers because they don't exist so it's challenging you have to really motivate yourself to sit and work on that problem and like think about the answer and if you don't like it if you're working on a problem that you just don't care about there's nothing is going to get you out of bed to do it and you're just going to drop out because you're going to reach a point where it's just not going to be worth it. Definitely. We've talked about what a master's degree is, what a PhD degree is, why you would and wouldn't get each one. But I I do want to end on a high note because (laughs) we we went a little downhill, but it's good for you to understand before getting yourself into a long-term commitment. What's actually expected? I think it's a good um, rude awakening, if you will. But I would love to hear just like a quick two minutes or so of the things that you found that really have made your experience with your PhD absolutely worth it? Oh, I love that question. So yes, it can be miserable at times, but I love doing research. I love the innovation and the creativity that comes along with solving problems. And it's like really satisfying to think of, hey, maybe this can work. And then you try it out and maybe it doesn't. Like just really tinkering with things to try to find out how it can help. Plus another thing that I think is really beneficial for anyone who gets a PhD is that it really teaches you how to critically think. Not only teaches you, it forces you to critically think and it has changed the way I have approached problems in general. And which is why having a PhD is required for these kinds of jobs that have open problems and why a top tech company would want one for a data scientist because that way of thinking, that critical thinking that is required can really solve problems in a really innovating way. And not only that, you can combine anything that you like together. If all you have to do is figure out how to connect it, 
So if you can like economics and you can like computer science and you can be like, I'm going to use economics to solve this computer science problem. And then it's up to you to figure out how you do it. And you can have a lot of fun because they're both areas that you really like. I've seen it with infinite things. Like you can do it. You can use medicine to influence artificial intelligence. That's what those genetic algorithms are. It's from like natural selection. Like you mix all these different fields and it can be any field that you really like. If you do like it's a hundred percent worth all the effort and misery and whatever negatives that you can find completely worth it. And you would be happy. And not only that, but because if you learn how to do that properly, you really do have job opportunities anywhere. If you can show that you can apply your knowledge to whatever field they are looking for, whatever problem it is they're looking for, if you know how to do that properly, which you get from all the training, you could be hired anywhere, regardless of the field. So that's why you can have a PhD in mathematics where you do some random math thing. But if you know how to apply that math thing to anything that they're doing at Microsoft, for example, then they're going to be like, great, do it, please. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) apply it. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, also, you are the expert in that field. Because again, you solved the problem nobody has solved. So by the time you graduate, you should be like an expert in that field. And so it's it's great. There is a puppy dog outside my window. I'm so sorry. But no, that's really beautiful to hear because it almost feels like art. The cool thing about getting a higher degree, such as your PhD in tech, is that it still has all the amazing pros of tech, which is that you can take tech anywhere. You can work for a bank. You can work for a medical center. You can work for a nonprofit. You can work for a big tech company. Like your options are limitless. And then being able to explore unsolved problems or even create new questions that maybe even haven't been asked. But no, Sheila, it's wonderful talking to you and and getting insight into higher educational degrees. I think it's really insightful, not just for the listeners, but for myself too. It's personally satisfying. Uh, so I want to thank you for your time and to all of our listeners, go ahead and email us. <laughs> you can email yeah. us or reach out to us on social media and we'll post uh, the links in the description of this episode. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning into Mentored Minds.